Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. We're discussing meaningful business and life topics to add motivation to your life and value to your efforts. Our show is hosted by certified professional CSG coaches who are often hired for private coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, enjoy the show. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and this is Titus, your host for this episode. I am so excited that you guys have tuned in and that you are listening to another episode powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. Uh, If you've never tuned into the show before, we are a personal development professional growth show, and we bring thought leaders and authors and experts uh, onto the program to kind of help advance your life. If you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. And today we have a new best friend of the show, and I can't wait to introduce her to you. Um, We do start every show the same way, and that's in a quick, short prayer. So we'll do that this time as well, and then we'll get right to our guest. Lord, we just ask that you would bless the show, our our guest, our sponsors, our listeners, just every part of it. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. All right. Our new best friend is Donna, and she's the, the founder of Vibrant Living International. It's a, it's a nonprofit organization. She's also a life mastery coach. She's an ordained minister. She's a podcaster. She's an author. She's pretty much everything. And now after today, she is also a guest of our show. Yeah. Um, she helps people with transformation, and I, I can't wait to help uh, to see how she helps our listeners today. Donna, I don't want to mispronounce your last name. Help me say that the right way for our listeners. It is Tashjan. Tashjan. Donna Tashjan is our guest. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Hey, we love people like you on the program that, that bring so much value. Tell us a little bit, though. Let our listeners kind of learn about who you are and where you came from as we start to kind of unearth some really cool tips and tricks for a, a more fulfilled life. Yes. Uh, well, my... Um, Childhood and teenage years were, uh, someone might call it traumatic. Um, They were rough. And so that was a lot in the, there's a couple things that happened in my teenage years. Um, I was hurt by someone that I knew and became pregnant. Um, So at the age of 15, I am a mother. Um, So that was... uh, there's really no adjectives to describe how hard that was <laughs> to say going through that. But I did raise my little girl. And um, so there was a whole lot of, so in those days, this is pre-internet. So there was a lot of isolation and shame and hiding and all of that kind of thing was associated with it. The other thing that was wonderful that happened to me earlier than that is I had an encounter with God. And I began to have a relationship that was developing with God, which is really what sustained me through those years. Um, I could have gone down some really wrong paths when girls start trying to seek love in all the wrong places. Um, But knowing that the pain that I went through, it's one of those things when you've gone through things and you're like, but I love the, the person I am today wouldn't be the same without mm. it. And so learning and growing through that time is one of the reasons why I help people and what I call it, turning our baggage into luggage 
so that we can be who God created us to be and create the life so it can be used for good. And only God can really do that. Man, that was so well said. I love the the term, turn your baggage into luggage. Tell us a little bit about where you came to coin that and, and really what you mean. Um, I guess I do mean the pun, but unpack the term baggage into <laughs> luggage for us. Well, baggage thinking, if I talk about what happened to me, baggage thinking is, is this isn't right. This isn't fair. Somebody needs to pay. This is just wrong. And it's blame and resentment and um, anger and shame and guilt. All of that is baggage. And my story is different than your story, but we've all had those things. We've all had those things that, that have created negative emotion. And I carry it around with me going, why, why, why? And there's never really an answer to why. On the other hand, luggage thinking is this happened to me. It's part of who I am, but I am going to use it and to grow and to become the best me I can be. I'm also going to use it to help others. That's my story. And so that is one of the differences between baggage thinking and luggage thinking is baggage is packed, is camping out in the pain. And a lot of times we don't know how else, what else to do. But luggage thinking is forward motion. It Mm. is, I'm going to continue to move. I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to walk through this. And part of that, of course, is forgiveness, perhaps yourself and others. And that is all part of it. And I am summarizing what I do with people over a period of time in a matter of minutes. So, (laughs) No, yeah. and, 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 And we appreciate that. I mean, obviously... You know, before we finish this podcast, we're going to give an opportunity for individuals to get all the contact info and, and see how they might continue the conversation. Uh, our guest is Donna. She's been uh, a professional public speaker since the 1990s, uh, many years of experience speaking to individuals and crowds. And, and today she's speaking to us and we're happy to have her. Um, I, I appreciate you sharing the difference really between baggage and luggage thinking. How did you? have the, um, I know you had that experience, that God encounter, but how did you uh, really make that mental shift and pivot, right? I mean, in, in, in 2020, the world started using the word shift and pivot uh, every, every day because of COVID. And so I almost hate using the term. It's been a little played out, but the truth is uh, there was a course correction you know, in mentally within yourself to just see something so demonstrably different uh, and to to not necessarily have the mental and emotional topography change, but your perspective changed. And that must have taken great mental fortitude, not once, but probably over yes. and over and over. Yes. How, how did you do that? And how the heck can somebody uh, try, well, to, try to follow in your footsteps? I had somebody recently when I was telling my story and it was in a women's setting. So I was going a little bit deeper into the whole situation. But they said, Donna, you're a walking miracle, considering where I was and where I am today with all of that. And I and I thanked them for it. And I walked away and I went, man, this miracle was one decision after another. It was one decision to not be angry and to forgive again. Forgiveness is a process when there's trauma. It isn't an a once and done thing. So I have 
four things that I talk about for moving to build what I call my understanding muscle so that I can move from baggage thinking to luggage thinking is the first thing is search for the gift is look for what can I learn out of this? How can I grow? What can come good out of this? The mere looking for a gift shifts your perspective. And once you shift your perspective, you see things differently. So begin to look, where's the gift? I, I call it gifts wrapped in sandpaper. They don't feel good. There's nothing pleasant about them. But I mean, I, I've lost a job. I've had problems with my kids. All of those things, can I focus on how hard it is? Or I can focus on what can I learn and grow and become better through? The other thing, number two, is to keep a bigger picture, a bigger framework in mind. When I'm going through pain, we have a tendency to pull inward and recoil and look at our feet, if you will. Pull the covers over our head would be another picture of that. But pull the covers back and look up. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. But look up. Realize that this period in your life is a period in your life a chapter, a paragraph, not your whole book. So keep the big picture in mind. Number three is compassion and forgiveness for other people walking in their shoes and for yourself, because we've all made mistakes. Forgiving, Forgiveness is a big part of doing this. And number four is get support, get help. We're not supposed to do this alone. That's one of the reasons why there's great resources like this podcast and many other things is to bring encouragement, inspiration, to pick up our chin off the floor, if you will, and to keep moving forward because our past doesn't have to define you without your permission. Mm. So that's what I have said about my life a lot is like my past is, does not determine my future. Unless I'm going to let it. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, it it changes the victim mentality. You know, that this the, things aren't happening to me. I'm in control. I have authority. Uh, I think that's such a great way to. And those are four really brilliant steps. Uh, I know that there's a, a lot of things that you're that you're you're known for talking about. Um, you talk about choosing joy. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you define the difference between happiness and joy? Um, and, and how do you choose joy in the midst of um, a, a world that, that gives you a whole buffet of, of emotions and thoughts that you can choose, right? Uh, there is somebody that is listening to this in their car right now, and someone is, is, has just cut them off in traffic, and they are not choosing joy, perhaps, in the midst <laughs> of this podcast. Um, I'd love to know how you define the difference between happiness and joy, which is a separate question. And then how the heck do you keep choosing joy when there's so many other options? <laughs> there are so many options. And one of the biggest um, thing that's been on the menu the last two years is fear. Um, we are inundated. There is mm. nothing on uh, other than podcast, but there, everything on the media is fear-based almost. And it's just, there's so much fear. And um, happiness, uh, I'm not quite, I don't really know how to define the difference between joy and happiness, because to me, they're kind of linked. But 
um, let me define what I mean by choosing joy. And perhaps that will help us to get to answer that question. Joy is a confident expectation of good. Joy is hope. Joy is faith. Joy is, this is really crappy right now, but it's not going to be forever. It's looking for the gift. And the, one of the things when I talk about choosing joy is I ask your focus, whatever you focus on is magnified. It is amplified. So if I'm having problems with fear and I keep watching the news, it's going to be amplified because that's where my focus is. So if you don't like, and the other thing is focus creates your emotions. It creates feelings. And if you don't like where your emotions are or how you're feeling, what are you focused on? For example, the guy pulling out in front of me, what am I focused on? That he, he in, irritated me and he's a stupid da-da-da-da-da? <laughs> or am I focused on, I wonder what's going on in his life that he didn't notice me or that he felt the need to hurry so much? God bless him on his way mm. to a completely different focus because people do things for reasons. And, we, and we, when we make it all about me, that's the quickest way to depression. Mm. That's the quickest way to sadness is when I'm making everything all about me. When most people don't make a decision about you at all, yeah. it's about what's going on with them. So focus, what are you focused on? Are you focused on what all is missing in your life? All the things that are not going well? That's a quick way to pull the covers over my head. Yeah. One of the ministers that speaks into my life said, we're all 15 minutes away from depression. It's just different what we're going to focus on. Because there's sure. always something that's not going the way we want it to. It's part of life. But choosing joy is looking at all the things that is going well, and the things that aren't going well are going to change. Yeah. Donna, why do you think that we, I think that so much of what you just said is not only believed, but probably known by us, right? I mean, this isn't new information. Maybe it is for many listeners, but I would say that especially our audience, we have a lot of folks that really believe in personal development. Um, they are growth junkies, right? They, they, they like to read the books. They like to listen to the podcast. They like to go to the events because they actually care about advancing themselves. And so here's the question though, for an audience, and I, and I, I think it's most of the people we meet, they know that this is a better way to go. And yet, why in the world? I think the apostle Paul says, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I keep doing these foolish things. Why do we keep uh, being so focused onto these negative, um, harmful, hurtful uh, perspectives? Why does our mind and our heart just keep fixating on these other things when joy is something that we can choose and we know it's better for us? Why do we pick vinegar instead of honey? Well, there's a couple of answers um, to that. And one of them is, is the world we live in. The world system is set up in a way where we're focused on our performance. We're focused on whether, how well we're, that means how well I'm doing is what I do or who it's not just who I am. 
and the system is set up to focus on the negative. There isn't anything in the system that's set up to really accelerate what's going well. It's always focused on what's missing. And that's the way the world system is. So therefore, we have to be intentional and put discipline or effort into doing the opposite. We're swimming upstream, if you will. You have to put effort into it. If you're just going to float, you're going to be going along and, and it will be. The other thing is, is notice what your belief systems are. Mm-hmm. Is when the negative thoughts go up, don't judge them. Be curious. It's like, what was I believing at the moment that I flew off that handle at that driver that cut in front of me? What was my beliefs? Let's go deeper than just modifying behavior. Because modifying behavior will happen for a little while, and pretty soon I'll revert to what I really believe about myself, about others. So allow it to be a flashlight of, of, of love, if you will, not judgment. That goes, why did I overreact in that situation? Why did I panic? Why? What is my belief about that? And that gives God the highlight to be able to bring truth to that. But most of the time, we don't go deeper to what we're actually believing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's spot. I love it. That's very helpful. Um, we're talking with Donna. She is uh, the the author of From Frazzled to Freedom. I want to hear a little bit about the book, Donna, uh, right on the other side of our quick break. I want to know uh, why we ought to buy it. I want to know what we're going to get from it. I want to know why it needs to be on my bookshelf right here in my office and, 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 um, and how our listeners can get a copy for themselves. Uh, just a quick pause. We, we always encourage listeners to um, get to know some of the brands and companies that stand next to our program that partner with us. Uh, if you know anything about our brand collaborative solutions group and our show uh, solutions from the huddle, you know that we don't just stand next to people uh, for for no reason. And so the brands that we stand next to are worth standing next to go to team dash csg.com team-csg.com and click on the solutions from the huddle tab. You'll see some really wonderful organizations and businesses that believe in this model and this idea that everyone deserves tips and strategies and insight and encouragement from, from wonderful people like Donna. And so that's why we're able to keep doing the show. Go to team-csg.com and click on the solutions from the huddle tab any of the brands and logos, when you click on it, will take you directly to their website and you will know even more why we are proud to stand next to them. The only brand that really matters though right now um, to me is our guest, Donna. Her brand is uh, Vibrant Living. This is her company, this is her organization. And she talks about choosing joy. I love Donna, how you said, uh, let's take bags and turn them into luggage. What a cool concept. Um, I'm sure many of these concepts are found and have influenced your book from frazzled to freedom. Tell us a little bit about that book um, and why it says to make a difference in your life, uh, family and world. How is the book doing that? Well, the book is um, uh, it's actually an ebook and it's free. So you can grab it and and everybody can have it. And it is full of tips I actually have videos in there as well from me of sharing strategies to go from feeling frazzled to feeling confident and freedom. Mm. And then when you change, your whole world changes. Yeah. Whatever. And we know that as self-help people (laughs) that like, like to grow. But as we shift, everything begins to shift. And it's a different focus than 
I just wish my husband would da 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 da. I just wish they would, whatever it is, it's putting the change off on other people. And I know that resonates with you listening, but it is change. How do I, how do I improve? How do I go from feeling frazzled, overwhelmed, stressed out, irritable um, to be able to be free to be me? That's part Mm. of the freedom component is free to be me. One of the things that my audience is predominantly women Um, but one of the things is we often feel like we're not enough and like, and so learning how to just be me, um, how can I not be a hundred percent Donna? I'm always going to be enough unless I'm trying to be you. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Then I'm not enough. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, we, we still live in such a world that marginalizes, um, people. In fact, we, we try, I think oftentimes very successfully, we try to find new and creative ways to marginalize people, right? We, whether it's gender, class, um, our, our preferences in life, we do continue to find that. Uh, as a person of faith, and we start every show in prayer, you know, I oftentimes will say to folks when they find segments of my belief system or, or my faith, or, you know, mm-hmm. I, have, I have found non, non-believers in my uh, Christianity to to they love to quote certain parts of of the book i read and live by in the bible Uh, they become scholars on the verse that helps to advance the agenda that perhaps there's a bigotous uh mindset wrapped around any faith system including christianity but one of the things that i hold to be true and know to be righteous is that i'm just commanded to love people i'm commanded to respect them and appreciate them and value them and and to see them the way god sees them And when, and when I take that approach in life, I have found it to actually be quite difficult to marginalize people. You know, I mean, you want to talk about shifting one's perspective when, when we look at somebody as this like enormously valuable loved thing, it's so hard to be racist and ugly and mean and unkind. Um, I know that helps me significantly. and, And it sounds like it has so much to do with your message as well. Our culture uh, is very label heavy. Yeah. What are, um, what, are, what are some of the things that you've seen with, with just so many years of experience? You've been on stages uh, getting this positive, hopeful, optimistic message out that's wrapped around God and, and his principles. What have you seen so different today versus maybe 10 or 20 years ago? Uh, so much of what we do wrong continues to be what we did wrong. And unfortunately, might be what we continue to do wrong 10 years from now. But I'm sure there are some shifts. There are some huge changes that you say, well, this is new. <laughs> and, uh, and we found a way to be real ugly, unfortunately, in a new way here. What are some of the things that maybe are, are we really got to be careful of in this world? Um, whether it's a young person listening or maybe it's somebody um, they may not have. I, I read here that you've got eight grandkids. Maybe they maybe they've only got two grandkids. But wherever they are in their life journey, what are some of the the, the big things that are going to get us knocked off our our horse more so today than 10, 20 years ago? Well, um, assuming is one of the things. Is is because mm-hmm. you mentioned that you're a Christian. Assuming what that means. Yeah, because one one person who says they're a Christian and another person says they're a Christian, we've both been in this long enough. We know that that's not equal. Sure. Um, and so we can't assume 
because there's labels and and we are so late. Everything's got a label, trying mm-hmm. to label absolutely everything. And there's some p- perhaps positive. I kind of am iffy about it, but positive is, is that people are trying to understand themselves mm-hmm. and therefore define some of the things, but those labels can be very limiting. Mm-hmm. The thing that I have about, for example, anxiety and depression is this is my soapbox. Can I have permission to stand on it for just a minute? Please, please okay. stand on it. My soapbox on this particular thing is we don't ever say my cancer, my kidney disease, making it part of my identity. But depression and anxiety, it's my depression and it becomes your identity. Mm. And that is not what God has planned. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. Yes, there's a lot of issues and this is a complex subject, but when I take ownership as ADHD or whatever it is, all of the labels that we put on, it becomes identity and it is limiting. It is not freeing. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the difference between choosing joy is because we can actually choose to be happy and free and, but we have to, it's learning how to do those choices so that we can. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Donna, before we land this episode, uh, tell our audience uh, some of the resources that you have. I I know, again, your website um, over there at Vibrant Living has so many really great links and and directs them, but there's several books that you've authored and several resources that you make available. What are some of the websites or some of the things that you want the audience to to take a bite of as maybe they get to know you better and, and reconnect with you after the show? I also have a podcast, and so it is for women, and it is called You Were Designed for Greatness. So that is available for people. Um, on my homepage, I have another book. Um, it's called An Umbrella on a Sunny Day. It's also an ebook for free. And that is the reason why I came up with that name is, is when we have had bad things happen to us, we kind of prepare for it. So I'm bringing my umbrella out, even though the day is sunny, because sooner or later, it'll rain on me. Mm. <laughs> and so how to not be that way and how to choose joy, if you will. And so yeah. that book is, I have a book for sale on my resource tab, and it is called The Key to Transform Your Life. It is why are words important? Why are declarations important? And then it gives you 30 days of different affirmations, declarations for you to choose and say every day. There's about six or seven for each day. And then you can develop your own. This in itself is one of the biggest things to transform your life is what are you speaking about yourself? And that Mm -hmm. is available for sale. My website actually is ivibrantliving.com. I love it. Donna has been our guest for this episode and it has been such a a treat. Donna, I hope maybe that you'll come back in the future and tell us even more. I mean, again, the resources, um, there's, there's tips you have for, um, how to stop the cycle of anxiety and, 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 and how to get maybe a more restful sleep. I think folks ought to take you up on your offer. I've noticed on your website where you will have a free session with them. You'll actually kind of unpack some stuff for them. So I definitely encourage folks to go to ivibrantliving.com to get to know you better, but Donna, please make sure you'll come back and visit with us again. My pleasure. It's been a pleasure. 
Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here with Collaborative Solutions Group. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode of Solutions from the Huddle. If you want to hear more episodes and continue supporting our show, simply search for and subscribe to Solutions from the Huddle on any major podcast platform. Thank you again, and we hope you'll join us soon.